Hey there, welcome to a live podcast. This is Brian Del Turco, Jesus Smart the Podcast. And uh, what's happening today? Today's Saturday, October the 30th. It's early afternoon, um, Eastern Time Zone, United States. I'm actually on my way to a place called Home Depot, a do it yourself place. And I got to pick up some drywall to finish off a wall inside our study. Uh, what else is happening today? Well, our anniversary was back in earlier in October. We're actually going out to dinner tonight. There were some extenuating circumstances, i.e., How about both coming down with COVID on our anniversary? That was it. But thankfully, we're past that and grateful to the Lord for uh, his health and wellness. And then um, after that, my wife's a big football fan. So am I. We'll be watching Ohio State tonight versus Penn State. So that's our day. I hope your day's going great. Hope you got some plans um, and uh, that are fruitful, productive, enjoyable this weekend. And so I'm on my way to Home Depot, and I thought I would stop at a park. I brought, I brought a, just a small pad of paper here and uh, with some notes on it. And I want to do a little quick episode, a, a fast primer, just a few quick thoughts about what to do with the devil. Yes, what to do with the devil. Is there a devil? Well, I'm convinced there is a devil. Maybe we can talk about that more in the future as to uh, thoughts about those who believe that there is a personality, a devil. I mean, look at world history. There's other other thoughts concerning it. But um, I want to talk to you about from a Christian point of view, from a scriptural point of view, from what Jesus said, from what Paul said, just quickly, what to do with the devil. And what we'll do is we'll talk about, we'll land this thing. We're just talking about a few quick points like, you know, developing a situational awareness of the devil and his dark powers that may be at work. Understanding, here's a key part, understanding that he's already been judged. Jesus said that. And then look to the scriptures, look to the New Testament specifically for some kingdom tactics on how to deal with the devil. And then finally, bring him to the judgment of Christ. But this is going to be hopefully no more than 10 minutes. We're going to squeeze all of that in. Here's what Jesus said in John chapter 12, verses 31 and 32. He said, now judgment is upon this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. Now, he said, notice, the judgment is upon this world. And now, he spoke that just like the night before his death. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And if I am lifted up on the cross, that's his crucifixion, the next day, I will draw all men to myself. So really, through the work of Jesus, the New Testament would say, through what Jesus said, okay, through the work of Jesus on the cross, through his resurrection, through his ascension, and through his session, or his enthronement, he's now seated at the right hand of the Father. A judgment has already been executed upon the ruler of this world. He's already under sentence. It's already been enacted. And it's sort of like World War II or something, or any war, really. The battle is finally won, and then there's some cleanup operations after the battle. It's already been won, but then there's cleanup operations. Here's what Jesus said in John 16, just uh, four chapters later. He said, when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. There's that word again. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. Has been judged, he says. I have many more. This is the same evening before his crucifixion. John like 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. He says, I have many more things to say to you, he told his disciples, but you cannot bear them now. So, 
you know, even with us, does Jesus have many more deeper things to, to show us about, in this case, about Satan or about spiritual warfare or about how we need to deal with the devil or how we need to understand his current position or that judgment has been enacted upon him? Does Jesus have many more things? I think, I, I think Jesus has a kaleidoscope of many things that he wants to say to us. And as we mature, as we're faithful with what he does tell us, as we're obedient, as we grow and develop, we're able to hear more and more. Actually, in John 14, verse 30, here's another verse. We looked at John 12, John 16. Here's John 14, 30. The ruler of this world is coming, Jesus says, and he has nothing in me. There was no ground in Jesus, no disobedience. Uh, he was perfectly aligned with the Father. There was nothing in Jesus that Satan could get into and like oppress him or, or um, you know, take control or, or afflict him in some way. We need to shut the door and keep out the devil, right? I think, in, I think it's in Ephesians 4 that Paul says, you know, be angry and sin not. Don't give the devil an opportunity. And the word opportunity there is a word in the New Testament Greek, which means ground or topography. Don't give him any ground, like through anger, for example. Anger is one of those primal sins, one of those baseline core weaknesses. You know, it shows up right at the beginning in Genesis 4 with Cain and Abel. Here's what Francis Frangipan says. How do we defeat the enemy? Our victory begins... It begins with the name of Jesus on our lips through, I would add, through confession of the Lordship of Christ. And he says, uttered in fervent prayer. So our victory begins with the name of Jesus on our lips. But he says, our triumph is consummated by the transformation of our nature. We become more Christ-like, see? He says, where Christ himself dwells as Lord in our hearts. So just like Jesus, the ruler of this world is coming, but he has nothing in me. As we are progressively conformed to the nature of Jesus, there's less and less ground in us through which he can um, take advantage of us, through which he can open a door. You know, back to the thing in Genesis 4 about anger, God, God tells Cain, look, the devil is, is standing right outside your door, but you must master it. Don't open the door. Don't let him in. And, and in the Hebrew, it's, it's a word picture there in the Hebrew of some crazed animal some rabid crazed animal outside your door that if you open it and he overpowers you and let and comes in, there's going to be trouble. Here's what Jack Hayford says about this. He, he says the reason for many people's discouragement and defeat is because they don't realize that it's due to outright disobedience. Learning how to align in God's ways is essential to establishing a life that is efficient in moving on in the victory of Jesus right? So what do we do? We create a situational awareness. We, we understand scripturally who the devil is, what his job description is, what he's up to, and we can tease all of this out of the scriptures and the Holy Spirit can give us understanding. Understand the devil and his demonic world. Now, when I say how to deal with the devil, what I really realistically mean is how to deal with the demonic world, but they're all under the uh, leadership and the organization and the mission of, of the devil himself. And so in that sense, we're, 
dealing with the devil, but have a situational awareness, a consciousness, not to become overly, you know, a demon under every rock. We need to become obsessed with Jesus and allow Jesus himself to eclipse us in our thinking and our consciousness. But we also need to be smart. We need to realize there is a devil, there is a demonic world. And at those times that we have to deal with them, we need to do so. So creating a situational awareness. Number two, understanding that he's already been judged. That's what Jesus says. Satan is not victorious. He's already defeated. He's already under sentence. He's already under judgment. And then number three, look to Jesus. Look to the Apostle Paul. Look to the New Testament for kingdom tactics on how to deal with him. For example, I read you the tactic in Ephesians 4. Be angry and sin not. Don't give the devil an open door. Don't let him come in. Don't let him gain access and influence into your personal world, into your sphere of influence because of compromise, because of sin. And then number four, and this is the one I really like, learn how to prosecute the devil. What do I mean by that? Bring him to the judgment of Christ. Bring him to the throne of grace in prayer. Cast down the accuser with the word of God, by the blood of the Lord, by the by your by the testimony, by not loving your life even unto death. Overcome. Learn how to overcome and bring him to the judgment of Christ. I believe that heaven is looking to us to be proactive and to bring him to the judgment of the Lord. Well, if you want to learn more about the podcast itself, jesussmart.com. Of course, you can access the podcast uh, right here if you're listening on the Podbean app. And this will also, I think this will also be broadcast out on the main podcast feed. So you may hear this episode on other podcast apps like Spotify or Apple, etc. Yeah, I appreciate you. I know this is quick. It's a quick primer. Just a few quick thoughts. And uh, I hope you have a great weekend, a great rest of this year. If you have any comments, reach out to me through the website, jesussmart.com.